Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, how you doing? So a little uh, beside, behind the scenes peek of the A&G universe. Uh, in normal circumstances, it's fairly hectic. Uh, getting the show going, I mean, keeping it going, as we decide kind of on a segment-to-segment basis or hour-to-hour what we're going to do based on, you know, how the last thing, were we too serious for too long? It kind of evolves as the show goes. Well, with Jack and his car in Wichita, um, it's become more frantic than ever trying to decide what's going to happen when. Now, Jack, as you're aware, I have a a multifaceted screed on the twisting of the language. Are you uh, available this hour? What's your uh, proclivity? Well, my my real life situation is I'm sitting in the parking lot at the Holiday Inn Express in Wichita, Kansas. And my kids are, I think, asleep in the room, but I probably ought to check on them to make sure they're uh, what's going on with them. I think we missed the free buffet the morning. Oh no! Uh, yeah, that's all right. It's uh, it's you know, it's okay. You got uh, Fruit Loops, you got Raisin Bran, you got Frosted Flakes, you got some. Sketchy-looking bananas. <laughs> a couple other things. And quote-unquote eggs that are available, <laughs> yeah. if you would like. <clears throat> and quote-unquote sausage. traditionally eggs, but that's, uh, I recognize the color of being egg-like, but I'm, I can't uh, claim what they are, no. But I think I'll go check on them. 
Yeah, okay, do that and uh, check back whenever it's um, available or whenever it's convenient, I should say. Anyway, uh, thank you for your service to our our nation. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Doing a show from a car in Wichita, and it's cold in Wichita. Somebody check the current temperature in Wichita, Kansas, would you? Which is, by coincidence, not to get off on too much of a tangent, uh, Jack and I met while we were working together in Salina, Kansas. Some of you know this story many, many years ago. And uh, we we decided we would put a show together, together, uh, and got our first gig together in Wichita in 1992. Coincidentally, the same year my eldest child was born. So the Armstrong and Getty show is slightly older than Caitlin Getty. Uh, my beloved old older daughter. Um, it's thirty-seven degrees, real quick. Thirty-seven. That's pleasant. Well, you know what? It's not life-threatening. But if the studio was thirty-seven degrees right now, I would be bitching a lot. But anyway, that's uh, that's Jack Boy. I tell you what. One thing, he shows up for work. Anyway, uh, so a number of different stories broke in the last several days that essentially had the same theme, and that is the relentless effort by the left to twist the language and in the next few segments i'm going to bring you a few different examples um some of them unintentionally hilarious some of them just angering some of them encouraging but why don't we start with this uh ricky schlott wrote this post this piece rather for the new york post and it starts with a graphic from the lancet the time-honored British medical journal. And it's a quote. Historically, the anatomy and physiology of bodies with vaginas have been neglected. Yes, that tortured phrase, the anatomy and physiology of bodies with vaginas, is women. Historically, women have been neglected in medical science, is the point. In the quest to appear inclusive, everyone from the White House to esteemed medical journals like The Lancet are avoiding the term woman. And if you dare cry foul, you are branded, of course, as a transphobe, especially on social media. And as uh, Ricky Schlott points out, because maybe 0.6% of the adult population is or thinks they are transgender, The word must be banished outright for the sake of inclusivity. The word woman should be banned so that presumably transgender folks who are, who identify, if I identify as a man now, do I care? Well, yeah, because I don't want to be referred to as a woman if I have a uterus, ovary, and vagina, although you are certainly a woman. So suddenly, it's not just activist Twitter users or gender study professors who are taking notes. Suddenly, our institutions have scrapped the word woman altogether. For instance, uh, the media is on board. Oh, and that reminds me, I've got a great bit of analysis um, from one of our uh, brilliant listeners about how it's a miracle the Republicans ever win anything, having the entire media educational establishment, uh, entertainment complex, and education system stacked on the left side of the screen. Uh, I would argue slightly smugly, I'll admit it. I would argue that that would suggest that maybe the ideas on the right side of the aisle are frequently so much better than the left, we can go up against them despite all of those disadvantages and do pretty damned well. But we'll get more into that discussion down the road. 
We have a whole year, or certainly if God is willing and our employment uh, continues, we have a whole year. Anyway, the news media is on board. CNN tweeted that, quote, individuals with a cervix are now recommended to start cervical cancer screening at 25. Yeah, I know. I want to puke reading this stuff. The new rule is being embraced by medical practices. Gynecology clinic chain Tia advertised their services on TikTok to uterus-having folks. Abortion providers have taken note. Planned Parenthood offers advice to, quote, People who are pregnant. And again, the Lancet cover. That was on the cover. Historically, the anatomy and physiology of bodies with vaginas have been neglected. Can you imagine? Ladies, women, girls. I would like to apologize on behalf of humanity that anybody is referring to you as a body with a vagina. Good God. That's so demeaning. It's disgusting. As a husband, I can't stand it. As the son of a woman, as the brother of a sister, as the dad of two wonderful young women. That's, that phrase is repugnant to me. When you say a woman, you're talking about medical realities. Yeah, absolutely. But you're talking about so much more. I don't care what you say. There are serious, wonderful differences between men and women. They're not universal. They're not even consistent, maybe. But the experience of women, the things women endure, the things women have to fear, the things women dream of, make women women. And the idea of a world without the wonderfulness that is women, just kill me, please. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. Again, my breathless friend, that would make this discussion nearly impossible. Anyway, anyway, uh, the idea that you would refer to women in all their complex, mystifying wonderfulness as bodies with vaginas. Good God. Need to take a deep breath. Good Lord, the world has gone nuts. The words they're replacing women with, writes this uh, lovely gal in the New York Post, leave a lot to be desired. The list of new lingo goes on and on. If you didn't like the old bees with V's, how do you like this? Menstruators, birthing persons, uterus owners, vulva havers. That's real. That's real. And worst of all, non-males. As she writes, what's more dehumanizing than being reduced to a single aspect of your anatomy? If you were to refer to me as a human with testicles or a penis or whatever, I would think you'd lost your freaking mind. What sort of description is that? What sort of bizarro worldview do you have where you define people entirely by their parts? What about a soldier who, who, who God love them, has a terrible injury to their genitals? What do you call them now, you freaking... What was the term we heard uh, before the break? I loved it. It was um, educated idiots or highly educated stupid people. I can't remember. It was something like that. I liked it. I vowed to remember it, but I failed. Anyway, uh, moving along, uh, quoting. What time is it? Yeah, we're all right. Uh, Quoting Nikki Schlott, who I think is terrific, writes, um, 
Womanhood is much greater than having a vulva or getting a period. Besides, the terms just don't hold up to scrutiny. A woman with a hysterectomy is not a uterus haver. A postmenopausal woman is not a menstruator. And an infertile woman is not a birthing person. We're not bodies with particular parts or functions. Our realities, experiences, and humanity deserve greater respect. Biological sex has existed for one to two billion years. Researchers found that mother and man are among the 23 oldest words our ancestors spoke 15,000 years ago. Spontaneously ignoring that reality in 2022 is nonsensical. Stop using gender language. And it's worth asking why the same debate isn't playing out with the word man. Only women are being requested to relinquish their categorical language. Categorical language. I haven't heard any activists talking about bodies with testes, people with prostates, etc., etc., non-females. Um, just absolutely horrific. And she goes on at some length, and it's terrific. We'll post this at armstrongandgetty.com so you can read it, send it around yourself. Uh, but we need to get to the uh, uh, the uh, much-discussed and unintentionally idiotic and hilarious Stanford University, their technology department, attempting to cleanse your language as the effort continues to twist English into unrecognizable shapes for reasons that George Orwell warned us about. It cows you into silence and it it de, it, it removes the power of language so that the lefty activists can twist it and, 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 and reprogram the meaning of words till nobody can argue with them. Okay, that's the purpose. It makes language useless as a tool of argument if they twist all those words. So the Stanford thing is coming up next. Stay with us. Stop using gender language. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, how you doing? Right, hang on a second. Still flipping through stuff. I apologize. It's frantic around here, trying to get ready to do everything with Jack in his car. Jack's now homeless. He's uh, fallen on hard time. No, he's not. He's stranded in uh, Wichita because he's traveling. Gosh dang it. I forgot that I needed a particular email to talk about this, and now I can't find it. Hope you had a good break, by the way, as I'm flipping through this. I hope you got some vacation. If not, I hope you made a lot of money working when other people didn't want to. Uh, As a guy who's worked uh, many Christmases and Thanksgivings, because somebody offered me a few extra bucks. Um, All right, where the hell is it? All right, well, um, I will just dive into the material. Uh, Perhaps you heard about this. Stanford University's uh, technology department. Um, uh, now sent out uh, one of those cleansing language uh, guidelines slash sets of demands um, to make everybody more uh, gentle and politically correct and not offend anybody and et cetera, et cetera. And as usual with these things, it is both troubling and unintentionally hilarious. Um the let's see what do they call it the elimination of harmful harmful language initiative a multi-phase multi-year project to address harmful language in it at stanford and it is again so self-obsessed and ridiculous it's hard to believe adults got together and bandied this about and nobody said uh hey that doesn't really make sense to me uh nobody raised their hand and pointed out what seems to be fairly obvious to the rest of us, that a lot of this stuff is idiotic and and utterly unnecessary and self-contradictory. There we go. I finally found it. Um, As Paolo points out, uh, Stanford's IT department has published a guide for eliminating harmful language on the university's website, and some of the entries, including American, that's right, you can't say American, cakewalk, landlord, and stupid, have sparked fierce backlash, according to uh, virtually everybody who looks at it, including Elon Musk. Other words that should be avoided include victim, peanut gallery, manpower, and blacklist. The 13-page guide, 13 pages, 13 pages, gives alternatives to potentially harmful language and context for a word or phrase that might be harmful. For example, instead of saying American, we'll start there, the guide says, use U.S. citizen. Saying American to refer to people from the United States only insinuates that the United States is the most important country in the Americas, which is actually made up of 42 countries, the guide says. Unbelievable. The guide is broken down into sections for words that are gender-based, culturally appropriative, ableist, racist, and imprecise. Instead of cakewalk, say easy or simple, the guide says, that's because white enslavers used to hold events where slaves would dance for their entertainment and the prize would be a cake, according to the guide. So if arguably and maybe not, because often this stuff isn't even historically accurate, hundreds of years ago, people danced for cakes. You can't have a cakewalk, which was something I did as a kid. A dopey little thing where you get to take home a pie or a cake or cupcakes or whatever. I always thought it was a waste of time. 
Anyway, uh, da, da, da. landlord should be avoided because it's gender binary. Blacklist should be avoided because it assigns negative connotations to the color black, racializing the term. Avoid straight because it implies that anyone who is not heterosexual is bent, the guide says. Now, interestingly enough, several Stanford professors have said this is idiotic. Jay Batakariah, who we've uh, quoted more than once, points out it's a ham-handed way to achieve a worthy goal, which is to have people treat each other with respect. But having a list of prescribed words actually has the opposite effect because some people react to it by actually wanting to say those words. Uh, Something like this just furthers the stereotype that Stanford is an intolerant place. And indeed, the university president came out and says, look, say American if you want. We say everybody says American. Do it. This is just the tech department. And he didn't say this, but he wishes they would have just shut up. But here's here's one thing that I've seen a trend in. And this is it's it's a good example of the doctor tells you to take two aspirin and you pour the whole jar down your throat. Well, you told me to take aspirin. Well, you're a stupid person. Am I allowed to say stupid? I think I am allowed to. No, I'm not allowed to say stupid. Um, and uh, only a stupid person would do that. Try not to be a stupid person. For instance, don't say addict. Say person with a substance use disorder. One thing about these politically correct phrases is they're so damn wordy. It would take an hour and a half to get through a sentence. Because if you say addict, that is using first-person language... That defines the person by just one of their characteristics. I mean, he's a fine ballroom dancer, a gifted chef. He's very tall. And he's a person with a substance use disorder. For instance, don't say basket case. Say nervous. Originally, that referred to persons who lost all four limbs and needed to be carried around. And nobody knows. Nobody cares. More to come. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like (sighs) being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think we can all look at ourselves in the mirror and admit that once in our life we made a mistake. I'm having to admit this in national television for the whole country to see, and I have the courage to do so because I believe that in order to move past this and move forward and be an effective member of Congress, I have to face my mistakes, and I'm facing them. Um, the reality is, is that I remain committed to doing everything I set forward in my campaign. I'm not a fraud. I'm not a fake. That is a newly elected Republican congressperson from New York, George Santos, who, if that is his real name, if he is a man, if he is a congressman, he apparently can't tell the truth. Um, and uh, we'll talk more about him. That's hilarious. I'm, I have the courage to come and admit my mistake. Yeah, that's because you're caught dead to right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but, but the phony, one-sided outrage of the media. Perhaps we can compare and contrast Mr. Santos against other notable politicians coming up. Stay with us for politics. But first, uh, with Jack in his car in Wichita, uh, continuing our discussion of, of language. Uh, are you back in your car, I assume? Yes, as I continue to be a prisoner of Southwest Airlines. So uh, the uh, the Stanford 13-page guide for not saying anything that could conceivably be offensive to anyone is a tour de force of this art form. I mean, it is unbelievable. As a professor, a teacher, you shouldn't have uh, walk-in hours or anything because that trivializes the experience of people living with disabilities. Yeah. It's just so obsessively offended on other people's behalves, uh, twisting language in a way that it, language would never become. I mean, for one thing, if you study language or you understand language, the things that they want to happen will never happen. I mean, the, the lack of realism about it. I, I had the pleasure of being the next door neighbor of a blind lady at one point in my life for a couple of years, a uh, lovely gal, and she would always ask me, did you see Cheers last night? And she said, yeah, it was, uh, and we talked about it. She said, yeah, it was and you, hilarious. And, so, you didn't know, and you did the only thing you should do, which was punch her right in the face for being so offensive to blind people. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it, and it goes on and on. Some of this, it's hard to pick my favorite section. Probably it's the culturally appropriative section. The tech people at Stanford telling us, uh, don't, don't say brave as a noun. Who uses brave as a noun? Nobody does. This term perpetuates the stereotype of the noble, courageous savage, equating the indigenous male as being less than a man. What? That's wow. self-contradictory and just bizarre. Don't say bury the hatchet. Don't say chief. Calling a non-indigenous person chief trivializes both the hereditary and elected chiefs in indigenous communities. Calling an indigenous person chief is a slur. Well, okay. Well, you're the president of the Idiots Club. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're not supposed to say that either. Uh, there is a word, a synonym for chief in every language on earth. You stupid idiots. How, how can you be so blind to your own blindness? And I apologize to blind people who are not at all blind to their blindness for using those terms. Don't say guru. Don't say low man on the totem pole. Don't say on the warpath. Don't say powwow, say meet or get together. It demeans a term of cultural significance to an indigenous people. Don't use the term spirit animal. Don't say too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Don't say tribal knowledge. 
Then you could get to the gender-based ones, which includes such uh, uh, charming phrases as balls to the wall (laughs) or ballsy, because that attributes personality traits to an anime. Just unbelievable. (laughs) All right, so that's, we. you know, we've got a bunch of stuff to post later at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links for you, including the entire list. Uh, Read it for your own hilarity. But the one thing I really wanted to get to this segment, we've just got a couple of minutes left because we're going to do a politics roundup next segment, is every year Lake Superior State University in Michigan releases an annual list of words that deserve to be banished from our vocabularies, over misuse, overuse, and uselessness. Um, and they go into some detail, and it's if you like language, if you like words, it's pretty interesting. And the uh, university's president, in their very serious statement announcing the new list, sprinkled several of them in, saying, quote, Our nominators insisted, and our arts and letters faculty judges concurred, that to decree the banished word list of 2023 as the GOAT is tantamount to gaslighting. Does that make sense? Irregardless, moving forward, it is what it is, an absolutely amazing inflection point of purposeless and ineptitude that overtakes so many mouths and fingers. So here is their list of banished words for the year. Number one, teat goat. No, not teat, Charles. The late Charles Krauthammer there. Got a bit of a breast fixation. Goat. Stop using goat as in the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. And they point out that, well, all time hasn't been lived yet. (laughs) Is this a they're tired of the term or uh, it's offensive to someone? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, back to the introduction, uh, words that are misused, overused, or useless. Okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha. totally different theme here. Um, they point out that uh, how can anyone declare a single best of all time when another may come along in the future? <laughs> so best of all time so far. Well, I, I, think, I, I think that's what we, we, we all understand that, right? Don't we generally? I, you know, I think that can remain unspoken. Yes. I do. Yeah. But I am uh, tired but go- of it. Every, every, everything in every realm being the goat is just, I'm tired of it myself. So other uh, worn out, overused and useless words, inflection point. I guess that's a big one in journalism and business, whatever. Quiet quitting. Yeah, I'm tired of that one. It's just being lazy, isn't it? Or doing less work. I heard one I actually liked. Um, Oh, what the heck was it? I wish I could remember because it was fairly clever. It was like uh, sallow working. Uh, only doing as much as your salary justifies. Not going the extra mile. Not working on the weekends. F it. Oh, wow. Uh, for gaslighting, number five, moving forward, we should. Moving forward. Number six, amazing. They point out it's used for things that are only mildly interesting or slightly right. surprising. Oh, have you had this coffee? It's amazing. Is it? No, Are you amazed? No. Are you actually no, amazed? Pretty good coffee. <laughs> it's not amazing at all. So I like that one. Does that make sense? I guess, yeah, that's kind of overused. Um, but they they uh, nominate irregardless. That used to annoy me because that used to not be a word. The word is regardless. But then at some point, the major dictionary said, yeah, it's become so popular, irregardless means the same as regardless. So right. I try not to be annoyed. I used to be disgusted. Now I try to be amused. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there a number nine thing to be banned? Um, just as uh, it's overuse. And number 10 is one I d- 
disagree with, and I know a lot of you don't like it, it is what it is. It is overused. You hear it a lot. But it expresses the same thing as ancient words and phrases. It means the same as, so be it. It means the same as, amen. Yeah. So it is. I don't mind it. It, it, It's a short phrase that means I accept that that is my reality. Yeah, it's it's pretty handy. It's 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 a you know anything can be overused, but it's a pretty handy description sometimes, and it helps put things in a good context. Yeah, it's the same as yeah, but what are you gonna do? (laughs) It's the same thing. (laughs) Is it roughly the same as that happens? Same. Yeah. Well, you know, this happens. It, it is almost a perfect synonym for as happens. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, so uh, politics roundup coming up in a moment or two. All sorts of stuff to squeeze in. Not going to obsess over it, but some interesting stuff happening. No doubt. Stay with us. If you can't stay with us, grab the podcast later. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, how you doing? Glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a uh, good break if you had a break and happy relatively new year. Hey, why don't we cut this off? Or uh, I'm sorry, kick this off with cut number 54. Michael this is a defiant Kevin McCarthy. I've been leader for four years. I came into this position and we had less than 200 members. We are now sitting in the majority. 
Last night I was presented the only way to have 218 votes. If I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels, to take over the church committee, to have certain <coughs> budgets. And they even came to the position where one, Matt Gates said, I don't care if we go to plurality and we elect Hakeem Jeffries and it hurts the new frontline members not to get reelected. Well, that's not about America. And I will always fight to put the American people first, not a few individuals that want something for themselves. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country. And that's fine with me. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. No longer behind the scenes. It is out in the open. The battle to figure out who will be the Speaker of the House of the Representatives. Will it be Kevin McCarthy or not? And for the first time in 100 years, they might have to go to the second ballot. But uh, I'm kind of in a uh, let, let me know how it goes. And I'll, I'll be happy What's your prediction, vote. Jack? Uh, yeah, my prediction is me not paying attention. That's my prediction. <laughs> oh, Lord. I am. I am, I am damn interested in that one congressperson who I've never heard of in my life, who it turns out his entire resume he got elected on was phony. <laughs> that is an interesting story. What the hell kind of a person makes up all those stories that get to get elected? And, that, <laughs> and it turns out like practically every detail of his life was a lie. Who does that? Yeah, I know. It's extraordinary. This guy, George Santos, he invented his education. He invented his work history. He invented uh, the fact that he's Jewish. Um, allegedly, <clears throat> guy's from Brazil. He's an immigrant. Uh, as, a ch- as a young man, uh, he was uh, charged with crimes in Brazil that are now going to be uh, resurrected. He's evidently a con man, uh, essentially. But he got elected yeah, congressperson, and they have to seat him. Well, he's in the right place. <laughs> he's a con man. He can hang out with all the rest of them. But just what a weird, what a weird dude. I like the, uh, I like the discussion of the remedy, though. I think, I think the remedy should be for the people who voted for him, his own district. If they're okay right. with it, they're okay with it. If they're not, they're not. Yeah. And, you know, I came across this piece by Francis Menton in the uh, Manhattan Contrarian that I thought was really good. And he and and one of the reasons I like this piece is he says, yeah, the fabrications are pretty bad. The guy's ridiculous. Uh, Peggy Noonan devotes her entire lead op ed in the Wall Street Journal to the Santos matter, calling him, quote, a stone cold liar who effectively committed election fraud. But then he says, well, wait a minute now. It is outrageous. But where's the outrage over Ilhan Omar? with her fake marriage to her brother, fraudulent immigration stuff that is almost undeniably 100% true, but never got any scrutiny from the left. Richard Blumenthal, who over and over again in the 2010s claimed falsely to be a Vietnam vet. Terrible. Elizabeth Warren, faux Cahantis. And the idiotic claim that, well, that didn't enter into her being hired by Harvard uh, and the University of Pennsylvania. Yet a time when universities were obsessed with getting more uh, minorities on their their faculties. It's hilarious. And then, let's see, just real, I'll go through the list real quick. Oh, and then they, they end with, and President Joe Biden. Santos is not remotely at Biden's level as a political liar. Three undergraduate degrees, full academic scholarship, top of his class. Any of this sound familiar? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. On and on. If Santos is outrageous, so are these people. Come on. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Joe Biden's his resume stuff is um, I was going to say not as important, but uh, it's it's every bit as weird. I mean, the claiming the degrees you got and all that different sort of stuff and then having to say, well, yeah, maybe not. That's well, you know, is. Joe Biden became a senator in his 20s. Otherwise, he would have had to invent a uh, work history. And I'm sure he would have, judging by the fact that he invented virtually everything else. Right. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. So and again, call it what aboutism if you want. But when you're uh, uh, outraged, sputterers of indignation at the New York Times and the Alphabet Networks and the rest of it, you know, placidly overlook when their side does it. You got to excuse me for not having any interest in their damn opinion. So, so Santos is a fraud. Uh, Santos is a fraud. New York Times, your turn. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so Santos will have a vote today on whether or not Kevin McCarthy gets to be Speaker of the House, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and what's interesting about that is that, uh, not that specifically, but it's been 100 years since it's gone to the second ballot. The party always comes in saying, this is our guy, they vote him in. But that the the uh, majority is so slim, a handful of holdouts can really drive a hard bargain, which they're doing right now. Some of the holdouts, I think, are in good conscience. Some of them, I think, are crackpots. Um, yeah. But it could go on for days, weeks, months, and the House can't do anything constitutionally. They can't do anything until a speaker is elected. So, you know, I, with all due respect to your cynicism, and, and it's well-placed, I think, I think it could be kind of interesting to see this unfold. I'm mostly interested in the fact that it hasn't happened for 100 years, and here we go with the spicy times continuing. And it's just shocking. In the last several years, the, you know, highest this in 100 years, lowest that in 50 years, the most this has ever happened. They're just in, in economics, in politics, it's just stunning how many unusual things out of the norm things have been happening over the last several years. It's well, it's head spinning. Yeah, it is. And as you've pointed out, and I don't know if you uh, stole this or not, and I don't care, honestly, when you have nothing but unprecedented inputs, you're going to have an unprecedented output. <laughs> yeah. So brace yourself. Hey, uh, here, this one's for you, Jack. My buddy Todd just texted this to me. What's the difference between COVID and Southwest Airlines? COVID is airborne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a little pandemic humor for you. Oh, that's a good one. I am Jack Armstrong, prisoner of Southwest Airlines, sitting in, sitting in front of the Holiday Inn in Wichita, Kansas. I drive here because our flights got canceled, then was hoping to fly back, but uh, flights got canceled again. And, uh, yeah, there, 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 there's a period of time last week where there wasn't hardly a rental car in the entire country that wasn't taken as everybody was scrambling trying to get to their Christmas destination. Yeah. Have you gotten a chance to drive by the building where our glorious careers began together back in 1992? Uh, I did not. I have driven through. I've driven by. I, I drove by the radio station we used to sneak into to to craft our fake show so we could get our first job together. I did drive by that yeah. yesterday. Oh, that's nice. You know, the, the station we worked at in Wichita, I mean, it was like rat and bird infested when we were there 30 years ago. It's It's got to be condemned by now. Rat and bird infested. Yeah, well, populated. What's what's uh, how how many rats do there have to be before you can call it infested? 
I'm actually, uh, I had booked a flight on United, which ended up getting canceled because of the weather, but they're stressed because of Southwest stress, because so many people, you know, booked flights on United that are overbooked um, than what it would have been. So it affected, you know, everybody. But man, was United customer service the nicest I've ever heard. I think they saw an opening and thought, be extra nice to people, be extra nice to people. Maybe we can win them back. Uh, we'll see. It's, it has been a race to the bottom. Maybe it'll be a race back to the top of customer service for airlines. I doubt it, but that'd be nice if that happened. Yeah, I think there there isn't a ton of brand loyalty in airlines, but there is some. And I think they quite accurately perceive that this is a real opportunity. So, Oh, yeah, I'll never, I'll never see Southwest the same way as I have for the past several decades. They'll never be the same to me after this. Um, yeah. until they can, until they prove otherwise, I will think, oh man, they're just, they're just one blip away from falling completely apart. I've got to admit, if I'm going to turn from my abusive, uh, you know, friend to a new one, I wouldn't turn to United first, <laughs> but. <laughs> but where are you going to turn? That's the whole point. They all, they all have sucked for so long. And, and, the, and the constant, we canceled your flight. We've changed your plans. Your kids are crying. Thanks for your patience. We're not even going to give you a free freaking drink on your next flight for the inconvenience. Nothing. More to come. Stay with us for hour four. If you can't grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.